Welcome to the Green Up Possibilities podcast, empowering you with information about what is possible, improbable, and nearly impossible with money. Brought to you by Green Up Wealth Management. Thank you for joining us. I'm Aaron Kirsch, Chief Client Advocacy Officer at Green Up Wealth Management. And I am Brandon Kraus, Vice President and Wealth Advisor at Greenup. We're recording this podcast in December, and as we come up on the new year, we look at New Year's resolutions. On this podcast, we'll talk about the six financial New Year's resolutions for 2023. Aaron, do you make any New Year's resolutions? Yes, Brandon, I usually make New Year's resolutions. Some years I get lazy and I, I don't, but this year, definitely. Actually, I started getting more into shape and into fitness and nutrition a few months back, and I plan to continue that into the new year. So nothing specific for this year. It's just a continuation of what I already started. How about you? Yes, uh, I'm on that same health train as you, Aaron. Uh, I started it last year, and hopefully the momentum carries me into 2023 as well. So I definitely make some New Year's resolutions, not only on the physical side, but on the mental health, financial health, emotional health, just overall goal is to improve my quality of life. So definitely make those New Year's resolutions as most of us try to do at the beginning of the year. That's right, Brandon. And, and most of us do try to make New Year's resolutions. And the reason why is most of us feel we can always improve our lives. And as you mentioned, Brandon, most of these tend to be physical and actually more than half of all New Year's resolutions are health related. The other things are emotional, financial, improving the quality of your life, spending more time with families and friends. Now, most of us are going to fail to stick to our resolutions, but you're a lot more likely to make a positive change in your life by making a resolution in the first place than by not making one at all. I couldn't agree with you more, Aaron. And I believe one of the biggest predictors of success in having those resolutions is just enjoying the process and breaking those down into smaller goals and seeing that immediate success in the resolutions that you're making. That's right, Brandon. And psychologists have figured out that making something enjoyable is the best predictor of how successful you'll be in your New Year's resolution. And there are a few other things that we can recommend to make your New Year's resolution stick. Yeah, make it specific and not general. So for example, I'm going to exercise 15 minutes per day instead of I'm going to get into good shape. That's back to that good shape is the big goal. The 15 minutes is that micro goal that you can see immediate success in and really have the why. If you're clear on the reason why you're doing your goal or why you're putting forth your resolutions, it's important to you. And therefore, you're more likely to be successful with it and you can track that progress. That's right. And another great thing to help be successful with your New Year's resolutions is having an accountability partner, someone you're going to report to, to make sure that you're actually getting things that you want to get done, done. And just be aware that most successful New Year's resolvers will slip at some point, but the ones who are successful just recommit themselves. They don't stop after they've made one slip. They get back to what they were doing, and that's what makes them successful. So on this podcast, we're going to talk about six financial New Year's resolutions you can make for 2023. And the very first one that we're going to talk about is getting organized. 
And this is a great one for me, Aaron. It's certainly personal. As a father of five and a husband of one, organization is crucial in my household. And with the time of year in January, taxes are always front of mind. So one of the big things that I do at the beginning of every year is start to organize that financial paperwork and your tax forms that you get in. And then once you either go online and get those forms or you get them in the mail, even before then, is reach out to your CPA, get on their calendar, because you don't necessarily need all your forms immediately to get that done, but that will certainly help with the motivation to get organized with those tax forms. That's great, Brandon. And another way to get organized is to do your budget. If you don't have a budget, create one. If you do have a budget, review it. Because now you have all your documents and your expenses all gathered together for your taxes anyway. Now's the time to work on your budget once you have all that data together. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Aaron. Uh, Budget is big for me, feeding a small army. We not only have to create the budget, but we have to be consistent and track the budget. Another thing is simplifying and consolidating accounts. And this is personal for me, as it is for a lot of people. I know when I switched jobs and my wife switched jobs, there was some of those old 401k accounts floating out there. So moving those to either the new 401k or to an IRA rollover, we have a great article on thinkwealth.io that speaks to that. But consolidating those accounts and really getting rid of these small investments and making your financial life much easier to track. That's great, Brandon. And we just spoke a little bit about how making something enjoyable makes it more likely that you'll get it done. So Brandon, how do we make getting organized enjoyable? (laughs) That's a great question, Aaron. I know for me, the fact that I know what we're going to do either on the tax front that we have a plan in place to meet with the CPA, on the budget front, we know how much we're going to spend. All of that reduces the anxiety. So at the end of the day, making it enjoyable is it's improving my quality of life because it's reducing the anxiety for myself and my family. And when it comes to me, you know, I hate not being able to find something. I'd much rather be able to find something in a few seconds because I was organized than to spend two hours looking for that one piece of paper that I really need. So, uh, You I sound can... like my four-year-old Aaron who spends about two hours looking for his jacket that's right on the floor. So I hear you. <laughs> that's right, Brandon. All right. So resolution number two is review your debt and credit score. That's a great one, Aaron, especially for the size of family that I have. Uh, I know that there's a pretty large spike in spending around the holidays. And so whenever you use credit cards to buffer those expenses, you want to be sure to pay it off immediately or as soon as you can. And if you can't afford to pay that debt off immediately, definitely shop around for lower interest rates or balance transfers within those cards that affords you a lower rate and that gives you that time and capability to pay that off. And for homeowners, you can consolidate your high interest debt like credit cards into a home equity line of credit, a HELOC, which is almost always substantially lower in interest rates than what the credit cards have to offer. And if you're lucky enough to have no debt or able to pay off those credit cards right away, 
Think about whether or not you have the best credit cards. Most credit cards now have some kind of rewards program that offer points or air miles, etc. So think about how you use your credit cards and how you would use those rewards and make sure that the credit cards you do have are giving you those rewards that you'll actually use. Absolutely. And I think one final piece of that is it also affords you the opportunity to actually review your credit score, um, which you can do at annualcreditreport.com. So with those points with respect to reviewing debt and credit score, as you alluded to earlier, Aaron, how do you make this enjoyable in order to succeed and fulfill that New Year's resolution? That's a great question, Brandon. I think for most people, being out of debt or reducing their debt is enjoyable. It's knowing that you're getting out of that burden. And if you have a credit card and you're getting points, well, that's a lot of fun. You can make that enjoyable. How are you going to spend those air miles? What travel plans are you going to make with those points that you've earned? Or what are you going to do with your cash back from the credit card? So that that can certainly be enjoyable, thinking about how you're going to use those credit cards to maximize some fun. Absolutely, Aaron. If anybody is like my wife, you need to put a dreaming goal in front of what you're trying to accomplish. So what are you going to do with those points? Or for those that are paying off the debt and making payments, what could you be doing with those payments to make your life better? So definitely something that has been a personal objective in my household. Right. It's much better to have the money go to you and to your goals and, and your fun rather than just go to the credit card companies. They don't need the money. Pay yourself first, right, Aaron? That's right. All right. Let's talk about financial New Year's resolution number three, which is review your savings. Absolutely, Aaron. This is one to consistently review, and there's no better time to start than at the beginning of the year. When you're thinking about savings, the first thing you want to think about is an emergency fund, which you typically want to have three to six months of living expenses, having that either in a bank savings account or even in a high yielding money market. What you want to do, though, is make sure that you're getting the best interest rate on that savings. Rates are up right now, so shop around. See if you can get a higher interest rate better than what you're currently getting because You've worked hard to save that money, and you deserve to get the best rate possible. That's right, Brandon. Make sure that your money is working for you. Make sure you're getting the best interest rate you can. Another consideration with your savings is, do you have extra cash flow? So if you're working, are you able to save more than what you're putting into your retirement account? Can you add to your savings? And if you're retired, are you spending less than what your retirement income is giving you? Think about creating a savings plan or increasing your savings or even investing it. If you have too much in savings and it's not really earning anything, should it be in short-term savings? Or perhaps this is money you won't need for a long time and you might want to put it more into a long-term growth investment. So this is something you should consider when you're reviewing your savings. Absolutely. All great things to consider. And as common theme after every point is how do we make this enjoyable, right, Aaron? And I know I've gone through this exercise with my wife in the past, and I've actually made a game out of it where we both search for the highest rate possible. And the winner takes the excess and they get a free extra Starbucks once a month for their prize. So make it fun with your partner, with yourself, with a friend, make it a fun game out of it. 
and then you're benefiting yourself at the same time. I'll have to give my wife two or three extra Starbucks a month to make her <laughs> go with this game. <laughs> All right, Brandon, financial resolution number four for 2023 is review your insurance policies. Yeah, this is very topical to me and actually what I went through at the beginning of this year, which was reviewing my life insurance policies. Big thing that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, Aaron, was getting on that health train and getting healthier. Well, I was able to accomplish that this year and revisited my life insurance policy. At the end of the day, I was able to drastically reduce those premiums. So not only did I benefit on the health front, I also benefited on the financial front. So great time to review those life insurance plans to see if you can get those lower premiums and also make sure you have enough to protect those that you care about. That's right, Brandon. And another kind of insurance to review is your property and casualty insurance. If you bought a house a long time ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it's very likely that that house has gone up substantially in value. And if you have an old policy that covered the replacement of your house 20 years ago, it's probably not going to be enough to cover your house if you had a fire or other kind of damage to your house. So now's a good time to make sure that your coverage is the right kind of coverage. Make sure it can cover replacement costs now, not what they were when you first got that policy. And then finally, the other thing to think about is an umbrella policy. We live in a litigious society. Anyone can sue anybody for anything. And an umbrella policy is a general liability policy. So talk to your property and casualty insurance agent to make sure you get one of those umbrella policies. They're relatively inexpensive. They offer a whole lot of protection. Absolutely, Aaron. And uh, I was actually, whenever you were talking about the value of your house going up from the last time I got to thinking, yeah, that's probably right. And then I thought, but my kids probably depreciate my property just as quickly as my house appreciates. But uh, but yes, again, always a good exercise to go over and review uh, those policies on your house. But as we do with all these points, Aaron, how do we make this enjoyable for us? I think it's enjoyable knowing that you have the peace of mind, that your family is protected and your property is protected. And I think it just is that simple, knowing that you've got the coverage you need to make sure that you avoid any financial catastrophic problems if something bad happens. Brandon, financial resolution number five for 2023 is review your employer benefits if you're still one of those people who are working for a living. Absolutely. It's it's that time of year, Aaron, when companies usually come out with an updated plan for their benefits. And so making sure that you're reviewing your company's retirement account, whether it be the 401k or a 403b, and really taking a look at what your contribution rate is and making sure you're maximizing as much as possible those contribution rates. The max on those increase year over year. So in 2022, it was 20,500, 2023 scheduled to go up to 22,500. So pretty significant increase. So making sure if you're maxing out to pay attention to that increase and take advantage of that increase year over year. Great point, Brandon. And there's also that catch-up contribution if you're over the age of 50 
the catch-up contribution moves from $6,500 in 2022 to $7,500 in 2023. Yeah, and your company plan is an automatic savings plan, so you don't have to think about it. It comes right out of your paycheck. So making sure that you're putting enough to also get that company match, that's free money on the table for you to take advantage of. So making sure that you're taking full advantage of the benefits that your company is getting. Last piece really is making sure you review the investment options, being consistent with your risk tolerance and the goals that you have for that retirement saving. Great points, Brandon. Another thing to think about is your other employer benefits. Many companies offer things like FSAs, medical plans, group life insurance, and things of that nature. So are you taking advantage of everything that your company has to offer in terms of benefits? Do you have the right medical plan for your needs? Something that my wife and I often have to review for our family and make sure that those medical plans are the right ones that we have the right doctors, that we have the right coverage for what we need. Think about FSAs. FSAs are a use it or lose it type of benefit. So are you contributing too little or are you contributing too much to your FSA? Absolutely, Aaron. That Again, another big one in my house with five kids, one wife and a dog. We typically hit our deductible around March every year. So Definitely making sure that we're reviewing that medical plan and putting away enough to make sure that expenses are covered, the out-of-pocket or the deductible, because that's very important for the health of financial health of you and your family. Also, making sure to review your paycheck withholding status. You know, at the end of the year, do you owe too much in taxes or do you get too large of a refund? And you can adjust those by taking a look at your W-2 and adjusting the withholding that you're doing out of every paycheck. Great, Brandon. Okay, how do we make reviewing employer benefits enjoyable so that we get it done? For me and my household, it's definitely less stress in knowing how you're going to cover those benefits. I think it's a good practice to sit down with your partner and make sure you're reviewing exactly what's covered in network, out of network. We all know that insurance is not simple. It's pretty complex and making sure that you guys are on the same page with what you're choosing and making sure it's the best coverage for you and your family. Thanks, Brandon. All right. The final financial New Year's resolution for 2023, number six, update or create your financial plan. Yeah, last year was challenging for both growth and income investors. And it's a good reminder that we all need partners in every aspect of our life and financial life should be no different. So making sure that you have a financial plan in place that you're reviewing. And if you don't, connect with someone you know, like, and trust and have that in place. Review your financial plan, make sure you're on track And if you need to make adjustments to your saving or your spending, that you're working with a professional in order to make those changes. And if you don't have a financial plan, create one. Because a goal without a plan is just a wish. I couldn't echo that more, Aaron. Uh, That's a great saying. I always say, failing to plan is planning to fail. So there's many ways to get to heaven in, in those regards. And that's a great saying. So reviewing regularly with your advisor, making it enjoyable is 
get excited about what you can do in your retirement or the goals that you have, how close are you are to those goals and the actions that you, your family can take in order to get closer to those goals that you have. Aaron, how do you make it enjoyable? I think it's taking those wishes and turning them into realities and seeing how close I am or getting that reward when I actually get to do the things that I want to do. Money is just a tool to get what we want out of life. So having that financial plan is something that gets me to get the things that I want out of life. We only have one life to live, so let's plan our lives and and do the things that we want to do. Absolutely. It's a roadmap that allows you to get to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, and with who you want to do it with. So the financial plan is crucial to have that clarity. To review the six financial New Year's resolutions for 2023, number one is get organized. Number two, review your debt and credit score. Number three, review your savings. Number four, review your insurance policies. Number five, if you're still working, review your employer benefits. And number six, update or create your financial plan. And make sure to do what you can to make it enjoyable because that's what psychologists have found is the way we can make those financial New Year's resolutions or any New Year's resolutions actually stick and you can actually improve your life. We wish you a happy new year and success with your New Year's resolutions, both financial and otherwise. For the entire team at Greenup Wealth Management, I'm Aaron Kirsch. And I'm Brandon Krause. Thanks for listening. Greenup Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor and the opinions expressed are our own. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. 